We're here to share with you inspiring stories that bring to life all the little and big ways that people bring more love, joy, laughter, and humanness to everyday life. Our focus is the hunt for those little moments that refuel the human soul and reminds us what life is really all about. I invite you to sit back, enjoy the moments, enjoy the stories, the adventures, and the journeys. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of What the World Needs More Of. My name is Jarek Robbins. I'm your host for this episode. We are joined by a very special longtime friend and guest. His name is Dave Elliott. Dave, thank you for joining us. Totally my pleasure. Glad to be here, man. Very excited to have you. Now, we're going to start with the question of the show, which is what do you believe the world needs more of? So uh, I'm a I'm a relationship coach. So the answer that I've got to give you is is love. Uh, and I, you know, thanks to uh, Elvis Costello, I want to say you know peace, love, and understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know your wife's uh, theme is peace, love, and gummy worms. So um, yeah, I would say that. I would say those things. Maybe you know gratitude, compassion, you know things of that nature too. Wisdom. Uh, so I gotta say I got more than one answer, but you know, no one said I couldn't. That's right. And so, uh, second question I'll throw in here. Uh, how do you currently help brave, bring these things to life each day? Well, you know, I have a beautiful opportunity to work with amazing people that I love all over the globe. I have clients all, you know, all over the place. And, like, I literally uh, make a stand for their greatness every single day. I support them where they are and where they want to be. And I sort of, like, you know, help them help them close the gap elegantly, effectively, and efficiently to get from where they are right now to where they want to be. So literally, I, I, I take a stand for love and understanding and peace and, and wisdom and those, all those things. Like I literally help people do that uh, every day. And uh, it's my great honor to be able to do that. So I absolutely love it. I'm blessed for sure. That's fantastic. And, and you do that through coaching. You do that through a book you've written. You do that in, in other ways as well. Yeah, exactly. Coaching is probably my main thing, but now I've, I've got like uh, three books now, two books and a workbook. And so, yeah, a lot of what I'm focusing on these days um, is really about legacy. And, you know, I think Wayne Dyer said, you know, don't, you know, don't die with your music still in you. And so I'm really loving creating these books. And I, and I, my background is all about creativity. I was an advertising agency writer and designer, uh, broadcast producer. So I'm really about um, taking my, you know, institutional wisdom, whatever I've learned and created all these years of, of doing personal development and how I've supported clients in one-on-one experience. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take these things and I'm turning them into, you know, coaching modalities and, and healing things. And I like to use my creativity um, to drive everything forward. How do, how do I make it even more, you know, Again, elegant, effective, and efficient. And how do we get a better result even faster and help people to have that awareness to make those shifts and then support them along the way? So uh, now I'm turning it into books and, you know, content like, you know, coaching, um, you know, uh, webinars and things like that. So 
yeah, that's it. I'm really focusing on expanding it, not just one-on-one coaching, but you know, how can I make an even bigger difference? How can I scale, help even more people do even greater things? So that's my focus nowadays. I love that. Now, here's a question. What would you consider to be your wow factor? What makes you uniquely you? And what are some of the moments that help shape it over the years? So I look at it as the the one thing that I give my clients, I guess the first job number one for me is I see the greatness in them before they themselves see it. And I basically hold it out and I say, look at that greatness right there. You see that? That is awesome. That is you. And, and I literally watch them grow and, and step into it even more. And so I see it and I reflect it because, you know, when you're in it and you're kind of stuck, you're not focusing on, you know, you're focusing on, you know, why do I suck? Why am I struggling? What's wrong? Why does this always happen to me? You're not focusing on, oh, holy crap, look at that greatness that you have too. So like I literally, you know, I see it and kind of you know speak it into awareness in some ways and then just just hold hold that space and and i watch people grow into it so i would say that's a pretty damn good wow factor right there i love it thanks the, man. the ability to see it the ability to speak it and the ability to hold space as those clients grow into it yeah magnify it too as they're going so that's the, like i said it's a beautiful blessing i love what i get to do that's awesome any special moments that help create this awareness or shape this awareness over the years? You know, I, it's one of those things I've been doing this for, you know, 11 years full time. I left my job right, you know, right before the global financial collapse in 2008. I just, I had a dream and a belief and I kind of stepped out and did it. I didn't really know the way, um, but there have just been so many over the years. Like I, one of the things I, I do is I have a, um, Oh my! I used to get these texts from clients. Like a, a lot of my work is focused on helping women because they're the ones who tend to be most open to help in the area of relationships more so than men. Uh, so I just you know deal with what is. And uh, so I've helped a lot of women. The number one thing I do is I help women understand and appreciate men even better and communicate with them more effectively, so they can bring out the best in them rather than suffering through the worst. Mm. And and I tell you all that just to say, over the years I've helped dozens and dozens of my clients. Uh, totally shift from being stuck in their relationships to actually doing really great in relationships and then they start dating and then they start doing really well and then they they actually get engaged and they would i used to in the beginning like i would really get stoked because one of my clients would text me a photo of them with an engagement ring on and say "Oh, oh my god he proposed and it started happening enough and i said you know what this is a great ad campaign so i turned it into something i call my my very satisfied client club and i basically use that the the wedding ring or the engagement ring photo is a visual metaphor not of the be all end all but as a as a visual metaphor for hey she did the work and she got the result and she was able to shift it and she didn't always think that that was possible and so i basically uh, turned that into a vehicle for them to then you know talk about you know how i helped them shift it and then so it when you say any special moments those are the special moments you know the ones that say oh my god this i never thought i'd be here but you know i am and and i really appreciate your your help in making that come true those are awesome moments very very special moments yeah, thank you. I agree. What about speaking of moments? What's a moment over the years that made you feel incredibly humble? Hmm. 
I would say the first time uh, I had a, I worked with another client, they were actually dating, um, and they decided to go ahead and get married. And they called me when I was across country, and they said, "We would love for you to." Uh, be our official witness and sign our wedding license and this was like my first big one and they were at the point of just breaking up too and that was you know when i started working with them and obviously we got them over that that juncture and this they've probably been married now for i don't know eight nine years something like that so it's been a while um but that was a really humbling uh moment to be able to be you know there and a and a visceral celebrated part of their special moment, uh, and and just to remember where they were and where we got them to, and like I said, they're still married and doing great uh, with with kids and grandkids. They already had older kids, um, but but they're doing great years later. And like I said, it 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 was touch and go when I first started working with them. So that's humbling. Hmm. That's powerful. I love that. What about what about an awe inspiring moment? Well, I would think I think the most awe-inspiring moment I think we'll, uh, probably any of us will ever, you know, be blessed to experience would be the birth of a child. Mm-hmm. I was there for the birth of my daughter, twenty-six years ago now, plus, and uh, it was the the cool thing about that. What was awe-inspiring about it was a total surprise. Every single person said, "Oh, look at the way mom's carrying that. It's going to be a boy. It's going to be a boy." And we had a kind of a deal that. You know, if it was a boy, she got to name this name that she preferred. And if it was a girl, I got to name this name that I really loved. And I was totally shocked when it was a when it was a girl. So I got to name her and I named her Sarah with an H. And it was, you know, just a name that I absolutely loved. And, and then the cool part of that story was fast forward several years later, I was there for the birth of her son, too. So that's all inspiring times, too. Uh, really just incredible. Um, what, a, what a blessing. What a blessing. How cool. Here's a question, kind of shifting gears. What's your greatest fear? Well, now I got to tell you, <laughs> that's one that I don't really resonate with because I learned from this guy I know, and maybe you know him too, uh, Tony, really tall guy, big big teeth. You I might know him. him. Yeah. Um, where focus goes, energy flows. So I've really kind of retrained myself over many years of doing this work. I don't, foc- I f- don't focus on fear. I focus on what I want instead. Um, and that sort of drives me. And, I, and so I guess if there was an area that I could worry about if I chose to, um, like I said, I, I'm right now in a period of time where I'm really, I'm really focusing on legacy. I'm trying to put my, you know, what I know into into books and products and CDs and and all these different products so that it becomes a legacy and you know when one day I'm not going to be here and I, we're all going to have that fate right but I also wanted to uh, to exist after I did and and you know make a difference for my family and those come behind me and also you know society who can learn from it learn from my challenges my mistakes my uh, my opportunities for growth so it, it's not fear. Um, but it's something that does drive me. Um, so, but it's also, there's a little bit more urgency to it, if that makes sense. So it's not a paralyzing fear. It's a driving fear. It does. I like that. Uh, Yeah. Thanks. What about this? What are you most excited about for the future? You know, again, you caught me in the season of legacy right now. You know, I'm, I'm excited about doing, you know, creating that work, um, CDs, books, 
teaching people, leaving something behind. So that's really exciting. And my, you know, my latest book is something I'm really, really proud of. Um, it's, and that, I think that's how we kind of reconnected after not having talked for a little bit. Is um, you had posted something that was similar, and it talked about the whole idea of you're going to keep getting lessons over and over until you get them. And I, and I commented and said, totally agree. That's exactly what my book is about. You know, and it's called uh, Same Shit, Different Date. And so it's a play on the you know same stuff, different day. Uh, same things happen over and over again. But I basically put that into um, the dating. Uh, world and why you date the same partners. You know, I, I hope people like literally, you know, pull the string and see that those people that are totally unique individuals who didn't know one another, the only thing that they had in common was you. Well, they all came to bring you, um, in many cases, a, you know, singular lessons, maybe different faces of them, different looks on them. But that's what the book is about. And that's what I'm really excited now because it's been such a profound awakening because uh, awareness is the first thing that has to change. Most people had no concept, no idea that that was even a thing. And by bringing that into their awareness, it's creating huge and just remarkable shifts. So that's the kind of thing that gets me excited about. You know, when I see people have these profound shifts that like just change everything. And I guess I'd say awareness is maybe 60% of it, 60, 70% of a shift. You know, you don't, you can't fix what you don't know. And once you know, and now you can't unknow it. So you can't unring the bell. So I really think that that's such a huge, um, just a huge beginning and a leg up to, to get to where people need to be. So that's exciting for me. I like that. Well, I want to talk more about your book in this next section. We're going to switch gears. We call this section the nuts and bolts. This is the tactical, tangible, practical, immediately applicable kind of advice you could share from, from yourself to our listeners. And, and the first is, which uh, the question here is, where do you currently focus the majority of your thoughts and time and life each day as of right now? Hmm. What I would I, I would say there again, this is something that is you know been a I've been a leader in the Robbins organization for a very long time now, and um, you know servant leadership is something that I've learned and has been instilled in me, and oh my God, it's changed my world in amazing ways. So I would say the singular question that I ask most often is you know how can I serve even more right now? And again, I already mentioned that whole thing about, you know, what do I love about this person? How, do, how can I see the greatness in them even more right now? Um, focuses like that and, and just being willing to serve people and, and meet them where they are. And I guess my other operational principle is see them where they are and all, no matter what, always leave them better than I found them. And and I teach that in you know with my dating clients too, you know, it's like, you know, whether it's, you know, the first date of the rest of your life, uh, it's a one-time coffee date and you'll never see them or, or or you know either one of those two possibilities, you know, it's one time only or never again. Um, you know, you could do that with a smile, you could do it with a kind word, you could do it with an acknowledgement, something you notice, some uh, a compliment you reflect back. And so like that's manageable and simple. It's like how can I how can I leave this person better than I found them in this moment? And, you know, that's always doable. So that's something I focus on. Powerful. And, and so this next question is, what is the key to your success? I'm going to double it up and say, you know, what is one of the keys to not only your success and all that you're doing, but what's one of the keys you teach about success for, for your couples in your book? Um, what's one of the keys you teach them that really makes a difference for them? 
I would say, um, personally, one of the things that's transformed my life the most is like being not only willing, but an, uh, an excited student of life. Mm. I want to be inspired. I want to constantly learn. I want to be ex- uh, exposed to new new ideas. And, and uh, I just wanna, guess I want to be the best version of me that I can be and then try to get a little bit better tomorrow even. Uh, but also at the same time celebrate you know who I am today because that's pretty awesome too if I do say so myself. So um, – yeah, I would say just be inspired to continue to get better. And then I, um, creativity is my number one gift. Before I got into coaching, I was a, a um, copywriter in advertising agencies, broadcast producer, graphic designer. So creativity is pretty much uh, you know, the nexus of where everything comes together for me. I'm always trying to you know, create something new, make it better, faster, you know, more effective, uh, more intriguing, more entertaining, more educational, you know, how can I just make it better? And I guess that's something your, your dad is, that's his driving uh, question too. Now I think about it, I never really considered that, but we have similar primary questions in that respect, although that's not my number one primary question, but it's still, it's about, you know, how can I, how can I make things even better and celebrate how great they are as, as well at the same time? Hmm. I like that. And what about in your book? What's one of the tips you share that that helps people reading it um, really to, to help in their relationship? Well, in the book, it's sort of a deep dive and a sort of a diagnostic as well. And it's an assessment. Like I said, it's that awareness. Like in the book, I'm teaching them about something, you know, you could make the case that most people who pick up the book don't really know or very know very little about it. So there's a lot of, you know, um, bringing light to something that's in the shadows. And then once it's out of the shadow and in the light, you're like, oh, well, now what am I going to do with it? And then, you know, one of the things I do, I, I guess the thing is, it's, it, it, if I'm going to put it down to three words, it's always about know your value. Mm. Uh, and so your own work on your own self-worth work on your own shadow your own wounds uh the things that maybe you're just now seeing for the first time and you know it's uh, it's your responsibility to do your own work to heal and come to relationships as whole as you can be um but yeah so i think that's that's it like you know being willing to take a look at things and with compassion and empathy for yourself and understanding that it's many cases not about you even remotely um it happened to you and it also happened for you simultaneously and the goal in the book is um once you realize how it did happen for you and your dad talks about this with effective blaming too uh, which is a different variation and spin on it um you know it's not so bad when you actually see how it totally served you as well the things that used to hold you back and make you fearful if if you were you know uh if you were if you were wired that way, uh, you could be fearful about that if you chose to be, or you could like work on rewiring it and see the gift in it too, collapsing it essentially. Yeah. So yeah, do your work and move forward and, and appreciate where you are, but just just keep keep going. Yeah. I, I think something that's very fascinating is I, I remember I was having dinner one time with a couple who who were in the relationship coaching space a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're over in San Francisco. And the concept of what is the purpose of a relationship came up and we had very, very different opinions. Um, 
This is good. I want to hear. Yeah, it was fascinating. They're, I'll start with theirs and then I'll share mine. And, and they're just different. And I realized both work for different people. And so theirs was the goal of a relationship is to come together with another human and hold a vision for who you believe they can be and continue holding that space until they live true to it. And the purpose of relationship is growth. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Like, okay. That's what I said. Interesting. <laughs> and what's yours? I, I said, my belief is, um, you know, if there's three fundamental buckets, I am enough, I have enough, and I'm loved enough. As an individual human, you got to fill those buckets first on your own. And once they're full, uh, the joy of a relationship and the purpose of a relationship is to then share the abundance with another human. I got to say, I resonate more with that one. Um, Uh. I bet you did. Um, Let me throw out another one. And so I think between the three of us, I think we'll probably have this maybe closer to the entire gamut or the whole wavelength. Um, I think the other point of it is relationship is to kind of shine a light on those areas that you wouldn't see left to your own devices. So like, for instance, if, you know, like I'll deal with clients who like a better you know break up and have some some wounds and issues around it and then you know maybe one of the issues is you know if you're living by yourself for five years you might think that you're healed and you're over it until the first time someone like leaves the cap off the toothpaste or drives you crazy you don't see that you know left to your own devices and so i think the other purpose of a relationship is um i think people shine light on your your unhealed areas in your wounds and bring them to your attention not to torture you but to teach you and to help you see it and i i kind of make use the metaphor of it's like um you know it's like you don't know that there is a splinter or a rough edge on that desk unless you unless you brush up against it too close or you don't know that there's a rough spot on your nail unless you drag it across your silk dress or something. And so I think that's the other purpose too. I I think, you know, people are there to bring attention to unhealed areas as well. And we, we do that for both partners. And I think, and that's when I get to the point of, yeah, you know, together then we grow. Um, so I think that's kind of interesting in addition to what you said and they said too. Yeah, I like it. I, I love digging around with people in this area because it seems like there's so many different approaches. And the fun part um, that I realized with them, because at first I was like, uh, I don't think that's it. And then I stopped and I asked them a question, which was, how has this helped the people you've worked with? And they listed off all these amazing people they've helped and how it all helped them. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool then it must work for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, and it's interesting. Uh, it's a little bit of different spin than I might have considered. But yeah, I, I can see definitely some merit and value, uh, most definitely. But I, you know, I think it's one, one area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was very cool. cool. It was yeah, very cool. glad you brought that to my attention. Um, it, it's neat. I love these. Con- I love relationships. One of my favorite topics in the world. I love what you're up to. Uh, and, and it's fun seeing all the different perspectives as they pop up um, and realizing if it works for someone somewhere, then it must be useful for someone somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. And so for people listening, uh, you got at least three frameworks. I, I would you know challenge whoever's listening here to come up with your own. Say, hey, there's three. What else could relationships be? Is there any other framework you can see? Because it's neat to, to ask that question. 
Um, it's also neat to hear the thoughts that exist. And I, I think this is something you were alluding to in your book, which is knowing your own value, understanding your story, understanding the, the wounds or the shadows that exist. Um, and at some extent, as you're learning and discovering those things, I think uh, the reader might start to hear their narrative of what they believe relationships are all about. Because they might go, oh, I think that is a relationship. And I think I don't know about that one. And, and it's yeah. interesting. Those thoughts, I think, are so valuable because when we be, the awareness happens, all of a sudden, now that we're in a relationship, we're aware and we can share it with the other person and hear what theirs are. Um, I think that's one of the fundamental headaches that happens <laughs> over time is two people we get in a relationship, whether it's business or intimate or friendship, and they both think, quote unquote, it's supposed to happen differently than it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if, if the one model is, you know, somebody basically, let's say they're my their model, your, your friends in San, uh, San Diego, their motto is you're there to, you know, inspire and encourage other people's growth. And then there's someone who actually doesn't believe that at all and thinks they should be loved exactly where they are. No change is necessary. Well, that's not exactly a workable model. So you've got two people who aren't really compatible in, in what they really believe that they're after. Um, so I think I, I think what would be really cool about this, though, is to turn this into like a social media post, too, and figure out like what other people think. Because like those are three really workable models. Mm -hmm. And it's just fascinating how many different how different ways people can look at the same thing. Um, so I'm, I'm fascinated. I think that's a great, great way to look at it. Yeah, I'm excited. So we, we've come to our final question. Final question okay. is what is one actionable tip that can help others achieve the kind and experience the kind of success in their life that you've been able to achieve and experience in yours? So I, I think, uh, you know, it all starts with a maybe a, like a sort of a divine discontent, like a, you know, a challenge, a frustration, a, a bitch or a moan, something that is not the way you want it. And I would say, you know, figure out where you are and what you want. Take some kind of action on it. You know, find someone who can help you get what you want. Someone has been there before. Someone has modeled a solution. There, you can get a book. You can watch a video. You can hire a coach. You can go to an event. You just figure out where you are, where you want to be, and do something. And I think, you know, by the time you put together enough somethings, uh, you'll be in a different place. And then you'll go from there and just keep moving forward. You know, Keith Cunningham, get in line, stay in line. Just take some action. Keep moving forward. I love that. Very cool. Well, if people want to grab a copy of your book, if they want to use the workbook you talked about or find the courses you're building, where can we send them? Awesome. So uh, my book is on Amazon and a bunch of countries all around the world. Uh, so the, the name of the newest book is Same Shit, Different Date. It's got an asterisk on the I uh, in, in shit just because that's the way we do things. Um, so that book, both of them are on Amazon and the the companion piece book is appropriately enough titled companion piece p-e-a-c-e -E, because that's the goal when you do the work you can actually have peace with your companion and so basically it's just a way to do the exercises in the book and you can get that through my website at legendaryloveforlife.com uh, or and that'll link you over to amazon where you can get it or uh, just get it direct you know directly through my site as well but that that's where people can find me. And I, I, you know, if anyone has any um, 
suggestions on what they think the purpose of relationship is, send me a note. I would love to hear it. I think this is a, a great conversation, and I'd love to hear more, uh, more and uh, different ideas, too. I think that's kind of cool. Very cool. Well, we will make sure to include all those links in the show notes for this episode. People can click them and go straight to, the, to your website, straight to Amazon to grab a copy of that book. I highly recommend they do. Um, and again, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Totally my pleasure. Thanks so much. Uh, really great talking to you. I, I'm I was a big fan of everything you're doing as well. And uh, it's just a great, um, it's, it's just wonderful to get to catch up anytime we get to. I've, it's been too long since I've seen you. So we got to catch up in person soon. I agree. I agree. And awesome. for everyone tuning in, Thank you so much for tuning in. If you heard something in this episode that you believe a family member, a friend, a colleague, an associate, a lover, or a child or mother or father needs to hear, uh, we believe that sharing is caring around here. We like people that share, so make sure to share this episode with them. And we very much look forward to seeing you all next episode. 